I've tried everything, and I can't lose weight. I eat perfectly clean, and I can't lose weight. You're just not eating enough. That's the issue. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have episode 25, which is hard to believe. We are almost a year into the Real Health Pod with, yeah. with Dr. B. This is, uh, this is really cool. So we have an awesome episode today. And one that I think Dr. Barrett is pretty fired up to talk about. It's a fair statement, correct? It is. It's a fair <laughs> statement. I'm looking at something real quick. Okay. Well, I, before he... We're at 12, at 12.5 thousand downloads in a year. It's awesome. Under a year. Yeah, we've done some really good episodes. I've been That's out. That's cool. And uh, it, it's funny, if you're listening to this and you've seen Dr. Barrett or I out, it's always the feedback is much appreciated, and we truly help. Or we truly love the support, the the reposts, and everything. I know that it's it's helped tremendously. So if you've done that, if you've left a review this past year, thank you so much for that. Next week, no, it, it'll be next episode because our first one came out on the 29th. So maybe we can have a a celebratory one year anniversary episode or something. Yeah, that time. sounds great. But actually, so before we do that. That, that will be right around when a lot of stuff you've got going on that I know we want to talk about real quick. And we've talked about it on the past couple of episodes. We have the fourth trimester workshop on 1025. At the Health Factory. Mm-hmm. At Alcoa Highway. Yep. So make sure, don't show up here on Mm-mm. the 25th. When I say here, we're at Armor Health in West Knoxville. So if you're listening to this and you are not a patient of Dr. Barrett, you're still invited, correct? Absolutely. Open to the public. Open to the public. So fourth trimester workshop, the 1025. What time does that start? Uh, I don't remember, but you need to sign up. Uh, <laughs> you need to sign up through, um, what's, the, what's, the big, what's the big platform people use to sign up for the, ev- Eventbrite? The Facebook no, the Facebook. <laughs> no. I think it's called Eventbrite. Yeah, how about I get, get with to... Anna and we'll put it in the no, show No, I think notes. that's what it is. But anyway, yeah, you just message us on Instagram and we'll give you the link. It, or I do that and or we can um, put it in the show notes as well for whoever yeah, the Yeah, we'll put a are. link in the show notes. That's perfect. Perfect. Okay. Armor Nutrition 1031 mm. Halloween Armor Nutrition. That is the official launch date of that. Um 30 seconds, if someone hasn't listened to any other episodes, what are they going to be getting with Armor Nutrition? So they're getting getting high-level accountability support on their nutrition journey to reset their metabolism, reset their hormones, heal, um, doing it the right way, breaking pa- bad habits, um, helping you create uh, healthy habits of food and exercise and, uh, and healthy living. So you get lab testing. Um, pre and post, you get body metric uh, testing so we can s- see what your fat loss is. So that's what we're doing. Six months. Armornutritionnox.com. 
book a consult, book it with Caitlin. Yeah. And that's how you get signed up. Yep. Yep. And today's episode is really going to be a, um, is really, I, I put it together because of getting ready to launch this nutrition program and breaking through some, some myths that, we, that I hear a lot, or even just like, uh, questions people ask themselves and they don't know the answer to. Mm-hmm. So we're going to answer those questions. Make sure you go and sign up for Armor Nutrition. It's going to be an amazing course. Fourth trimester workshop, 1025. We've got a lot of stuff going on, but today we're going to get to the episode. Why are you anorexic and don't know it? That's a title. That's a title. That's a title <laughs> right now. Buckle, buckle up, <laughs> listeners. Why you are anorexic and don't know it. Where we'll do you want to start? Yeah, we'll call it like functional anorexia, I guess. Functional yeah. anorexia. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when we think about anorexia, we think... Um, of the super skinny individual who is, you know, severely caloric restricted, um, and and dying slowly, right? But anorexia is really caloric restriction for the purpose of losing weight um, for a long period of time. Because of poor um, image of your body. And you become hyper-focused on it. And here's, here's where this idea of your anorexia didn't, don't know it. Most people, um, men included, but mainly women, will restrict their calories mm-hmm. for an extended period of time, hoping to achieve weight loss that they'll never achieve while creating severe hormone imbalances, chronic fatigue, and damage to their overall health. And instead, we want to flip the script on this concept of caloric restriction and help people understand that they have to fuel their body properly in order to heal and restore, really restore their health and their hormones to the way God intended it. And guess what? The byproduct of that is better, better, better body composition. You'll actually get weight loss that way. So that's really what I want to kind of have a conversation about today is why caloric restriction is not the answer and why yo-yo dieting is not the answer to long-term health, especially if you, your goal is gaining lean mass and, and losing fat. I think, unfortunately, the, the society has taught most people that caloric restriction is how you achieve weight loss. Would you, I mean, that's a pretty fair statement, right? Calories in calories out to some degree. They say, Hey, just drop your calories, drop it to like, I've, I, I have patients eating 500 calories or less a day. How are they surviving? They're not really surviving. They're, they're dying just slowly. And, um, three months later, they put all the weight plus 20% back on. I mean, look at biggest loser. How many people have maintained that weight loss a year later, three years later, Mm -hmm. five years later? I actually hopefully get into this episode of what you you just said as far as they gain the weight plus 20%. I'm curious of why that is, and I know hopefully we'll get into that in the part of the episode. Yeah, we will. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because because in short of severe hormonal damage, they damage their hormonal system and they damage their metabolism. Mm. So, um, 
with this with this idea of what we want to talk about star starvation mode caloric restriction your anorexic and don't know it where do you want to start do you have any thoughts yeah i mean i think that anorex anorexia when i when i hear that maybe when the listener lives that hears that maybe they think of it's a severe condition mm-hmm. where you know there's only a handful of people that deal with that but it sounds like while you're anorexic and you don't know it you know maybe there's more people walking around that are anorexic and they just well simply like the headline says don't know it so how would you define mm-hmm. anorexia yeah in 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 the in the common population it is caloric restriction for the purpose of achieving a um, certain body image and you're not happy with where you're at Prolonged caloric restriction is is really anorexia. What's prolonged? Yeah, I mean anything over um, a few days. Really? Yeah. Like if you okay, if you restrict your now okay, there's two things I'm thinking about here. The one is the individual that's eating five thousand calories a day, a <laughs> bunch of Burger King, McDonald's, whatever. Yeah, you you need to restrict your calories to your what you're actually expending okay okay so we're not talking about that case because that's that's actually not very common um we're talking about the 30 to 50 year old mom and dad Mm -hmm. who has an extra 50 pounds on them 30 pounds they can see it on their stomach Mm -hmm. and they're eating two meals a day maybe um, 1200 calories mm-hmm. yet their energy expenditure is at least 2500 mm. a day and they're doing that for weeks upon months upon even years that that is a functional state of anorexia because they're trying to achieve weight loss that they're not getting so they're continuing to drop their calories and so what happens is it's a term called adaptive thermogenesis it's 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 a metabolic adaptation that takes place when you restrict calories adaptively your body goes into starvation mode if you if you need 3000 calories and you hit 2800 calories that day it's not a big deal 200 calorie deficit it's not too significant if you need 3000 calories and you're at 1500 calories a day you're at 1500 cal- caloric deficit your brain thinks you're starving to death, that you're in starvation mode, that you're not going to get proper fuel. Now, if it happens for a day, no big deal. You just refuel the next day. Mm-hmm. If it happens for a week, yeah, that's called fasting, all right? No big deal. Four, five, six, seven days, even ten day, two weeks, you're not going to have big hormonal disruption for fasting. But when we go and carry this on for months and years because it's ingrained in our society. Caloric restriction um, model who's super skinny. That's what our image is supposed to be versus, hey, you're supposed to have 20% body fat woman for proper hormone balance and making babies versus 6% on a stage or male, same thing, okay? Then we get caught in this image and now we're calorically restrictive for months years 
And over time, the brain's like, hey, I'm just not getting enough food. So it starts to down-regulate or decrease certain hormones being produced. And, uh, and there's a switch that takes place. We call it metabolic, metabolic adaptation. You're adapting your metabolism now to 1,800 calories, to 1,500 calories, to 1,200 calories. Okay, you're not getting 1,500. You're getting 1,300. Now it's, now it's getting lower and lower and lower. And what happens is your brain signals to the thyroid, hey, we're in trouble. We're in like big trouble. We are starving to death. So it takes a hormone called T3, Mm -hmm. which is a metabolically active, burn fat, high energy, good, good feeling hormone. And it converts your body literally innately converts T3 into another hormone called reverse T3. The opposite effects of T3, reverse T3 will bind to your cells receptors that T3 will normally bind. And instead of telling the cells, let's burn, let's party, let's exercise, let's have good energy, it's, it, it blocks T3 from happening. Mm-hmm. And when T3 can't hit the cell, then that reverse T3 in that cell has a marriage that shuts down metabolism. And now we start getting chronically fatigued. Our hair starts to fall out. Here, and here's the problem. We go to our doctor. We say, hey, I think I have a thyroid problem. They run your thyroid panel, and it's normal. Why? Because your TSH is normal, but what happens is your liver causes the T3 to be converted to reverse T3. So you have normal TSH, but you're having all your thyroid symptoms because you have high elevated we call it reverse T3, which they don't ever test. So that's the metabolic shift that happens. Thyroid now affects everything. It affects ovulation. So the female is going to ovulate. So they're going to start having uh, issues with their cycle. They may have um, a season where they just don't have a cycle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or the cycle is just really dysregulated. Um, And then the adrenal system becomes super stressed. So you have high cortisol hormone. Well, when cortisol hormone is high, we start to gain fat, okay? So now we have high stress hormones. Now we're gaining fat. Metabolically, our our systems are dropping. So now we start storing, and everything we're eating, we're not burning. We're not actually burning it. We're storing it. It's like you're going into the winter, and instead of burning all of your wood for summer, you're storing it for summer for wintertime. You're just storing fat. Every time you eat a thousand calories, you're just storing it as fat. You're not even using it for energy. And over time, a thousand calories isn't 500 calories caloric deficit isn't enough to actually burn the fat on your body. And you keep gaining fat, and instead your body starts burning lean muscle. Wow! And you become skinny fat, 40 pounds, 50 pounds. And you ask this question, which I hear all the time, uh, or you make this statement: I don't know why. I can't lose weight. I've tried everything and I can't lose weight. I eat perfectly clean and I can't lose weight. You're just not eating enough. That's the issue. I think people need to go back and just listen to the last six minutes of that because there was a lot to unpack in there. Yeah, there's lots to unpack. <clears throat> there's a lot. That's but the story. Yeah. That's the story that's happening in these bodies. I think one of the, the one of the stories I want to hit on is because maybe there's someone that's listening to this right now that maybe 
14 minutes in going, oh man, like I wonder if I am in this, if I'm in this boat. And you said something really interesting there. They go to a doctor. Let's, I want to revisit that again. When someone goes to a doctor that may be in this situation and they don't feel well, they're going to get results back. Why is it important to have some, or how, why is it important to be like, okay, this is why my results are the way that they are, and I don't have issues like this. It may be a food issue. It may be caloric deficit. Like, what are the what are the physicians or doctors most likely going to say that we need to take another look at? If that makes sense, kind of walk through that again. Well, uh, well, okay. So traditionally, the doctor isn't even isn't even going to take it any further. Mm-hmm. Like a typical medical doctor is not going to ask you about your nutrition intake. If you're a female that's 40 pounds overweight and you feel exhausted, they're going to say, hey, it's just being a mom. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it's because you have a couple kids. You're just a mom <laughs> and stressed out. You know, yeah. that's what they're going to blame it on. Mm-hmm. I, hear, I hear it all the time. I just got off a phone with a, um, a new client in Washington, D.C., and uh, she's going through some Lyme, a Lyme disease uh, diagnosis. So I was just helping create some solutions for her and as i'm going through this consultation she's telling me about these rashes on her body that she's going to the doctor and they're saying hey well that's just normal pregnancy Mm -hmm. and then her kid goes in she's bringing her one-year-old like yeah that's just normal for babies it'll go away it never went away it never went away (laughs) and so that's what we hear i don't know they should say i don't know that's what they should say the medical doctor say I don't know why you feel like crap. I don't know why your hair's falling out. Your thyroid panel, from what I traditionally test, looks normal. But I'm going to find out for you. Mm. I'm going to work for you. I'm going to actually put your money to use mm-hmm. and work on your behalf. But they don't. They don't do that. No, they don't. Be, and reality is because they are just on to the next one. They that, have time. And insurance doesn't cover oh, <laughs> what you actually need done. Hey, Dr. Barrett, this is just, I just spent so much money at the medical doctor. Well, you should take all that money, okay, and fire your medical doctor and go somewhere else, okay? Because they didn't do anything for you, and that's why you end up with me. Mm. So I think the, that's a, the big issue really at hand. And, and, and culturally, we have the, it's a cultural pressure and, and problem. It's okay to have a little something on the handles. Yeah. Like it's so that's a good thing. It's okay to have 20% body fat as a female. That's not bad. If you're eating clean, eating calorically enough, mm-hmm. okay, supporting a healthy lifestyle and you're 18, 20% body fat, that's sweet. You're going to make babies. You're going to make milk. You're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You have healthy hair and hormones. But the image is different and that's why I love Romans 12. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, mm-hmm. but be transformed by renewing of your mind so that you can prove what is that good and pleasing and perfect will of God. This is, this is what we're called to do, not conform to the magazine and the model. Yeah. We're, we're, we're called to, to, do what, to do what God's called, asked us to do, which is steward over our health. And the best way to do that is eat sufficiently. Mm. But a lot of people are eating 12, 1500. Hey, doctor, you're telling me to eat 2500? How do I get there? Mm-hmm. What, okay, so what do I do with this? Right? And that's, that's where 
we kind of rubber meets the road. Okay, let's have that conversation. I think it's a lot of times when people are in that comparison ball game, especially with social media or magazines, that, and I've heard it, and you may hear, everyone that's listening to this may know this too, but they don't want to believe it. But that is just a snapshot in time that most likely that person probably led up to that event to take that picture or led up to that place where they were calorically restricted themselves. And most times not, they're not always at that body percent fat. They're just, they're just not, and some may be, but most likely they're probably miserable when they are. Mm -hmm. And when you, it's funny when you are in a caloric deficit, I mean, I've been there before, maybe through overtraining and Mm -hmm. just not taking in stuff in, like you can physically feel it. Mm -hmm. And if to have that, have that thing in your mind go off and be like, man, I need to eat more. I need to, you know, I need to make sure that I eat more. And then like what you just said, I think is, is powerful is realizing that having body fat is okay. And it will only benefit you, which is counterculturally, but it will only benefit you. I think it's important for people to realize. Yeah. Especially women. Yeah, that's right. And so that's where, um, that's really why we built armor nutrition was to walk people because it takes six. It's going to take six months to reset your hormones. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to take six months to reset your hormones and repair the damage that you did to your metabolism, and to break um, these these poor habits that you we've all developed in society, and to break this mindset of caloric restriction. We need to we need to be free. Mm-hmm. We need to be free with how we see food. That food is fuel. Food is good. Food is healthy. Food is is amazing to experience. We're meant to enjoy it. Yeah. Versus it, it, it's like <clears throat> despair. It's like okay, how much do I eat? If I eat, too, I can't have. I had I had chocolate chip. Uh, what was it? Chocolate cupcake last night. Nice. Come on. Nice. Absolutely, man. Like, uh, nice. I eat ice cream. Okay. I eat my wife every Friday night. We do this massive pizza. I don't count calories. I eat clean. I support a healthy lifestyle. Armor Nutrition was designed for the person who is fed up with living the life of caloric restriction, hoping that's going to achieve their um, their their whatever weight <clears throat> their weight level that they want. Yeah. So where we start our clients with, and where we're going to start all of our clients with our Armor Nutrition program is we start them with uh, um, some body metric evaluations. We want to see what their total energy expenditure is. So we run a test in the offensive biopenis test where we'll look at what your body fat percentage is, what your lean mass is, and how many calories do you need a day. We can, we can, we can determine that mm-hmm. with, a, with a device in the office. And then, okay, so, Lane, you need a minimum of 2,500 calories a day, just a minimum. So now we have a, a, a goal. Okay, you're at 1,200. How do we get to 2,500? Mm-hmm. How do we get to 2,800? And so that's where we slowly start creating healthy concepts around food. Hey, we need to eat three meals a day. We need balance in our meals, protein, fats, carbs, every single meal, healthy fiber, we need to wait a few hours between meals, allow our bodies to, to digest and process. And we need to break that, uh, that metabolic adaptation towards starvation mode. And it's like, a, it's okay, going back to the fire in the fireplace. If you don't put wood on a fire, mm-hmm. it just becomes 
slow burning. There's not a lot of heat. Okay? And you want to warm up your house. What are you going to do? You're going to throw some logs on that fire. Your body right now, because of metabolic adaptation, adaptive thermogenesis, is in a state of embers. And the only way to heat up the body, to burn fat, to create energy, is to throw some logs on that fire. And when you do, when you throw some fuel on that fire, your whole metabolism comes alive. And immediately, you start feeling like a human again. You start feeling like a mom again. Your hair starts thickening up. Your nails start thickening up. Your energy levels come back. Your thyroid is healthy. And now we've actually created a healthy longevity of, of, uh, of hormones and, and balance and freedom with food again. So you got to stoke the fire. And I think a lot of the times, too, the relationship with food is a problem that people have because it's, it has such a negative connotation sometimes, overeating and overindulging. But when you can, when you can really see food, food as fuel and it's to be enjoyed because food, food is, I love food. Mm-hmm. Food is wonderful, and people mm-hmm. sometimes have such a negative connotation with it as well that um, it can be detrimental to their mind. And this is where diets have gain popularity. God, it, they, they have. Killed it. It's the worst thing ever is, is keto. It's terrible. It yeah. just is. Yeah. Because of the, the mindset it puts you in. Well, they have a start and the end date, and I just don't believe in that. Yeah. I, and I'm sorry, but even things like it's hard 75, or whatever it's called, uh, seventy-five hard. Yes, seventy-five hard. Yeah, a great program, but like, man, it's it's like an it's like an all or none. Yeah, that's true. And then when mm-hmm. it's done, okay, yep, your your brain was wired for twenty years to think of food in a certain way, to think of your body in a certain way, to think of what do you mean wired for twenty years? Yeah, so you've calorically restricted. Oh, okay. For 20 years, the way you see your food, the okay. way you see the world, the way you see society, and you're not going to change that in 30 days on keto, 60 days on keto. Or, or whole 30. Or whole 30. <laughs> and it's good. It's really good. Yeah. But I, I honestly have only had a couple people that have ever walked through whole 30 mm-hmm. that are still walking through it today. I, I couldn't even actually give you any names off the top of my head. Yeah. So... Did they lose 15 pounds? Yes. Did they gain 20 back? Yeah, probably. Why is that? That's what I, going back to the beginning of the episode, when you caloric restrict yourself like that and or you go through something and then you lose the weight, but then you gain it right back with 20% extra. Why is that? Uh, well, I think it's just because we return to our old habits, really. Okay. Yeah. If if we're If we're actually following a program where we're eating properly mm-hmm. from a fueling standpoint... Um, and we're, we're decreasing stress and we're, uh, moving our body daily. That's sustainable. Those mm-hmm. three things are sustainable. You will always find a healthy balance of body fat with that program. But after you like check the box, I did whole 30 check, check. Now it's like, huh? well, what do I do? <laughs> you know, well, you just do what you've always done. Yeah. And you just return back to your old way. So it just slowly starts creeping up on you again. And then you start to eat less, start to move less. And then you jump back on Whole30 in January, you know? so Every 12 months. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And even just the 
um, up and down of caloric intake and caloric, caloric increase and back and forth, back and forth in of itself is, is really damaging to your metabolism and your blood sugar levels. And that in and of itself can create diabetes issues and insulin resistance. And we can go into leptin resistance and why that's probably the biggest reason why you gain it back. But um, that's a little bit too sciencey for today. Yeah. All right, winding down. Someone is listening to this episode right now, and they're like, man, he may be talking about me. Like, this could be something that I'm walking through, and I don't even know it. What would you say to that person? Where should they start? Or if they're walking on the treadmill or listening to this in the car, what would you say to them and saying, hey, it's it's going to be okay, like you always say when you give hope to people. What, I mean, what yeah. would that conversation well, look this, like? This one is a little different. This one is, hey, you— you need to get coached. Mm. Yeah, you need help because um, we can't go somewhere if we don't have vision and we don't have planning. Mm-hmm. So we need we need someone to take us by the hand and walk with us on this journey of of uh, gaining freedom in our food again. And the only way to do that is uh, is not is not by yourself. You you got to get coached up. So. Um, this is really one where I'm like, hey, let's walk with you on this. Mm-hmm. We've got the capacity. We've got the ability to walk with you on this. We created uh, Armor Nutrition for you for this season to really walk with you. We've laid out a six-month. You just listen to us, follow our ways, and you will gain freedom in your health again. That's so good. Anything else you want to add to the anorexia, functional anorexia topic that you feel like the listener needs to hear from, hear about? I think we're good, man. Yeah, this was good. Hopefully this added value. I know that it did to me to better understand really the the ins and the outs of anorexia. Mm -hmm. Let's end this episode with something that's more fun. How about that? Okay, all right. What's your favorite cheat meal? I don't, I hate using the word cheat meal. What's your your go-to meal that people are like, wow, Dr. Baird eats that and he still is healthy and Okay, so I have to actually eat it? <laughs> well, yeah. Because I, I, there are things I think about that I don't need. Yeah, we play, Telson and I play the game all the time of like, man, if we had a full day, yeah. what would you eat? Yeah. I love playing that game. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what I think about a lot is like Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Yes. That's weird. It's probably just from like as a kid, every Saturday we went. Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme? All I knew was Dunkin' Donuts as a kid. Okay. So I didn't know Krispy Kreme, so I moved to I think Georgia. Um, I just don't like the cake. So donuts. yeah, I think about I think about that a lot. I think about um, <laughs> dark chocolate, um, like lava cake or a dark mm-hmm. chocolate mousse. Like those are yeah, those are definitely go to items for me. Um, and then um, I don't know, man. I, I like some I like some hard knocks pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, yeah, yeah. So. I'll get down on that. But my wife is now crushing hard knocks with the sourdough pizza she makes. So it's really, I don't even eat that anymore. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to get back to it on the next episode. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a indulge on a two pound, you know, tomahawk ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the pictures. That's it. Yeah. It's just that. <laughs> and Giorgio Gro- uh, tea. Giorgio That's a plug for an episode. You guys got to go listen to that Giorgio episode. <laughs> Dr. B, thank you for this episode. 
Reminder, 1031armornutrition.com. Book a consult. Book it with Caitlin. Get on the books. This is something that Dr. Barrett keeps talking about. We actually worked out this morning, and I know he's excited for this because of the value that it's going to bring to several of the individuals. Yeah, you can go to armornutritionnox.com armornutritionnox.com and yep. schedule a free consult. Like, it's free. 15 yeah. minutes, you get to connect with uh, Coach Caitlin and have a conversation and uh, and see if you're, you're a good fit for the program. Do it. Go, guys. Do that. Dr. Barrett, thanks so much. I know you're heading out and doing some family time right now, so enjoy the time with your family. There is a – if you're listening to this live, there's a big, big game this weekend in Knoxville, so nah. – <laughs> no, it is a big game. It's a massive game. It's a massive game. So if you're listening to this on Friday on the release date, go Vols. If, and then, yeah, if, if you don't win, fire Coach Hypo. It's <laughs> over. The season's over. <laughs> Dr. B, thanks so much. Guys, thanks for listening to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We will see you next episode. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, Share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcast and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.